Alex Mozed, and welcome to Winner Take All, where we talk about the constant battle between large tech monopolies and traditional incumbents. And today, it actually seems like the two are partnering up together, but we're going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, we are pretty much talking all things TikTok today. Uh, you probably saw this morning the news that Kevin Mayer, CEO of TikTok, COO at ByteDance, former Disney executive who was passed upon to become the CEO of Disney, left Disney a few months ago and became CEO of TikTok. Back in July, we, uh, we spoke about how this seemed like a peculiar move for, for Kevin. Here's that clip. Kevin Mayer, the uh, former executive from Disney, now CEO at TikTok. Boy, this guy is having a rough couple months here. Um, very curious why Kevin took this job, right? I mean, it was very clear he was looking for something else after he was passed on for the role of CEO of Disney, everything, right? CEO of all of Disney. And he took the role of CEO of TikTok, COO of ByteDance, the holding company of TikTok. I guarantee Kevin's getting paid a boatload of money. We don't know his comp package. I guess ByteDance goes public or TikTok goes public. Kevin's may, probably making like at least three, four hundred million dollars. I mean, that's a nice payday if all of this goes well, right? Kevin has a lot of stuff to clean up. And, you know, I think a Zoom and a, and, and a TikTok slash ByteDance, these companies that are on the fringe here where, you know, TikTok and Kevin are saying, hey, we are putting up Chinese walls to separate ourselves from ByteDance to not allow data to go into China. Zoom is saying something similar. I think they're going to have to really look at taking drastic measures to separate themselves uh, from China. If, if they don't want to fall, you know, on basically the wrong side of this. And I, and I don't think this is a single occurrence of what we just saw with the India ban on these 59 Chinese apps. I think this is a chain of events, series of things to come. This is a tough job. I mean, with, with the level of like bot um, activity on TikTok, that's clearly a coordinated effort by the Chinese government to change the perception of the Chinese government abroad through TikTok and other social media platforms. He's got a lot of stuff to clean up and that's not a fun job right now. And it's, um, I don't know if he really knew what he was getting himself into, right? I don't really know if he knew the extent that this uh, commingling and the extent of these issues are. And I don't know if he's too happy about the position that he's in right now. Clearly, he had a pretty tough time. He is no longer there. Uh, <clears throat> let me show you one other clip from CNBC, which is them talking about their source. This magical source. I wonder who the source is. Could it be someone in Kevin's office <laughs> that wanted to get his kind of side of the story out there? Hmm, maybe. So this source uh, has given CNBC some insights on on the real reason between why uh, or for why he wanted to leave. The departure of Kevin Mayer from TikTok. And now some breaking news on that from our Julia Borston. Good morning, Julia. 
Good morning to you, Carl. Yes, I've been talking to sources, and one source close to the situation tells me that one reason that Kevin Mayer announced he is stepping down now is that he was excluded from the negotiations with Microsoft and Oracle. The negotiations with Microsoft, I'm told, were being led by ByteDance CEO uh, Zhang Yiming, while the Oracle conversations were being led by General Atlantic CEO Bill Ford, with Yiming participating in those conversations. Now, ask the questions of why Mayer was not involved in those negotiations. I'm told it's because TikTok and ByteDance had a relationship with Microsoft before Mayer came on board. That TikTok's servers of TikTok's cloud provider is currently Google. And I'm told that, uh, that, um, that TikTok was having conversations and Yiming was having conversations with Microsoft about switching over to have Microsoft be their cloud provider after Kevin Mayer came on board. Of course, it was then that these talks shifted from having a sort of a contractual agreement with them towards the conversation about having a sale, but that Mayer was not brought into those conversations. And Carl, I'm told by multiple sources that Mayer wanted to run a large, powerful company and not be uh, running a division that was a part of a large tech company, such as it would turn out to be should TikTok be bought by Microsoft, and that if TikTok had been bought out by a group of investors, which was one conversation that was um, being held at one point in this, it does not seem like that's going to be the case. Now, had that been the case, had this been an investor buyout, then Mayer's role would be much larger. But the fact that he's stepping now does indicate that we're likely to see a deal with a Microsoft or an Oracle, more likely Microsoft. And that deal could come in the next 48 hours or so. I mean, since, since when was a group of investors ever on the table? It was always, you know, Microsoft or maybe Twitter or, you know, um, now Oracle. Group of investors was never on the table. Where did that come from? You know, the guy is leaving the company. I think there's something else going on here, right? He, what they're saying here is that he was cut out of the conversations. Why do you cut out your newly appointed American CEO of TikTok when you're trying to get a deal done with American tech companies that this guy knows? And the U.S. government. Why do you not include him in the conversation? Because the, the CEO of ByteDance, they were already having conversations with Microsoft about using their cloud storage. And so that's the reason why they have a relationship. They're not even using Microsoft cloud storage. They're using Google. Clearly can't have that strong of a relationship. So I smell... I, I smell some uh, hot air on this one. This is not true. Um, yes, I believe that he left because he was excluded. But I don't believe that the rest of this pomp and circumstance, it's all smoke. I think the real reason between why he was cut out on these conversations is simple. Kevin is not in the circle. You have the CEO of ByteDance. And do you want to know what? The CEO of ByteDance isn't even really in the circle on this one. You want to know who the circle is? The circle is the CCP. What happens with TikTok and ByteDance and who gets what and at what um, terms and deal structure, all those deal points, I guarantee you, will be signed off on by the CCP. Full stop, 110%. China 
wants to control its image internationally, uh, unlike any country I've ever seen, right? I mean, we've spoken, that other video I was showing you from July was literally talking about how they have the, the 50 cent army we've, we've covered here, the 50 cent army, hundreds of thousands of, of Chinese, uh, you know, workers, employees, I guess, uh, for the CCP that go out on social media platforms to leave comments on videos like ours to influence people's opinions about China outside of China, right? You can't watch YouTube videos in China. These people are trying to influence the perception of China from outside of China. They care a lot about how they appear on the world stage. They want to be the number one dominant world, you know, leading country. It's very clear. They've stated that publicly. They care a lot about the optics. This is not, honestly, this is out of the CEO of ByteDance's hands. This is a CCP decision. Obviously, the CEO of ByteDance will have influence and will have a say, but this is out of his hands. Any deal for a, just like our president U.S. president has the authority to ban TikTok from operating in the United States. Similarly, China will maintain that they have the ability to approve or deny any sale of a foreign operating entity owned by a Chinese entity. Watch. This deal is going straight up to the CCP, just like all the data in TikTok, which is why they've been banned. And Kevin Mayer being involved in the room with the Chinese government officials and the CEO of ByteDance, that does not fly. And Kevin, you are not invited to those conversations. So, next conversation is who is to blame in all of this? Is this, uh, is this the CEO of ByteDance's fault that Kevin was not invited to these conversations? Hmm, yeah, maybe. Um, is it the Chinese government's fault that Kevin was not put into these conversations? Yeah, maybe. Is it Kevin's fault that he wasn't put into those conversations? You know, it actually is. It's all Kevin's fault. This all rests on the shoulders of Kevin. Kevin should have known what he was getting himself into by joining ByteDance. The guy worked with China at Disney, right? Remember, Kevin was the deal guy at Disney. Kevin is the reason they bought Lucasfilm. Kevin is the reason they bought Marvel. Kevin was the reason they did Disney Plus. Like this guy was a mainstream. This it was in contention between him and the other Bob to be the CEO of Disney. Kevin understands what it's like to do business in China. They have parks in China. They do movies in China, right? You understand what it takes to get a, an American movie published in China? Kevin does. Kevin absolutely does. There's a Taiwanese flag on Tom Cruise's jacket in the original Top Gun movie. That Taiwanese flag is now no longer in Top Gun 2. Why? Because there's no way that, that movie would have been allowed to run in China with a Taiwanese flag. Just one example of many. Kevin should have understood what he was getting himself into before signing up to join TikTok and ByteDance. And the fact that the company you know, was banned and, and, and took this turn in the US, you couldn't have foreseen that. But when you 
understand the operating model in China, when you understand where control is and who is actually calling the shots, he understood that whole landscape. He understood the risks that he was taking. And um, he's not going to get his big fat payday, that few hundred million dollar payday I was talking about. He's not going to get that payday. And, um, you know, he, he took a risk. You know, you work with a company basically controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. There's risk. And uh, he, uh, he struck out on this one. Um, but frankly, it's his own doing. He's a big boy. He understands what he was getting himself into. And um, I, I, I also think that the whole idea of an acquisition, unfortunately, just a horrible, uh, I think it's going to be riddled with issues. Now Walmart's teaming up with Microsoft to buy this. I just, I just don't think that, um, I, I, it's all going to come down to the terms of the deal. And again, these terms are going to go right back to the government. Uh, you got a 20 to $30 billion target range here to get the U S Canadian, Australian and New Zealand business. And I think they're trying to sell the Indian business separately. You, they're going to have to go buy Triller. They're going to have to go buy Triller. Where are you going to get the team to go and run this business? Because you can't get the Chinese team to go run the business. You need a team. And none of the engineers or product people are in the United States. They're all in China. So you're buying a shell of a company. You're buying source code and users and then sales and marketing people in the United States the guts of the business are the product and engineering people and they are in China. And even if you have Microsoft, I don't know, it's Microsoft just, maybe they do. Maybe they have like a thousand engineers just on deck with, you know, less important projects. <laughs> I don't know. It just, to me, this is a quagmire and you know, I would, I would, I would backload this money. I would backload this money. You know, I would, I would, you got to have this money be a year out. Uh, until you see that there's a successful transition here. You need ByteDance motivated to make sure that this is a seamless transition. Otherwise, it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up for sure. So I hope it doesn't blow up and I hope it works out, but this is just such a difficult thing to pull off. Whereas Grindr, which, which was shot down by the CFIUS, that Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, that was a different story. That was um, Grinder U.S. company acquired by a Chinese like PE company, and then basically that PE company was forced to sell Grinder back to a U.S. business or maybe a Canadian business, whatever. But the team was in the U.S. You have a team in China. What are you going to do? So, I thought this was interesting. Um, this was from uh, the RNC convention last night. This is a human rights activist who escaped from China. Um, and just listen to what he had to say for a couple minutes. My name is Chen Guangcheng. Standing up to tyranny is not easy. I know. When I spoke out against China's one-child policy, and other injustices, 
I was prosecuted, beaten, sent to prison, and put under house arrest by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. In April 2005, 2012, I escaped and was given shelter in the American Embassy in Beijing. I'm forever grateful to the American people for welcoming me and my family to the United States, where we are now free. The CCP is an enemy of humanity. It is terrorizing its own people and it is threatening the well-being of the world. In China, expressing beliefs or ideas not approved by the CCP, religion, democracy, human rights can lead to prison. The nation lives under mass surveillance and censorship. I don't know about you, but that part of it, it honestly gives me chills. And it's totally true. And it's what we talk about on the show. Platforms create such good value for society. Even the tech monopolies. Overall, they do. Even consumers and producers, which they take advantage of when they become monopolies. Platforms do create an abundant amount of value for society, for consumers, for producers, in many ways, even at monopoly scale. When a totalitarian dictatorship government takes control over a tech monopoly, that value gets diluted. And that value basically goes in reverse. And now, just as this guy is talking about, that value of the platform and the data and everything that comes with it is polluted and uh, used against its citizens. And that is not the purpose of why we're fans of platforms. And it's really sad to see. It's why Applico will not work with any Chinese companies or Russian companies for that matter. You know, there are overreaches from the US government. We've talked about them in terms of data, privacy, spying on American citizens, five eyes, all that stuff, that's also not okay. But there's a spectrum here of, we've talked about the Uyghurs and the camps in China. We've talked about the Chinese government using WeChat to stop the spread of information when COVID was first identified by doctors and nurses on the front lines and they were put in jail and their families were threatened if they were to even talk about it because all their messages are being monitored on WeChat. There's just certain boundaries and, 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 and you can't force people to change. But bringing this full circle, Kevin knew what he was getting himself into. Kevin understands how China works. Kevin has worked in that system and Kevin decided to sign up for it. So... Hopefully, this deal doesn't get sabotaged um, deliberately by the sellers, but I think there's a real chance that it does, unfortunately. And I wish Kevin the best in whatever he decides to do next, but I just share very little empathy when, you know, when these kinds of situations turn out, in, you know, for the worst for folks like Kevin. Um, 
he understands the decisions that he made going into it. Got to take full responsibility. So when you leak this information to CNBC, like, oh, I was cut out of the meetings and, you know, I wanted to run this big company and I wanted to do this and that. And that. why are you doing that, Kevin? You know, I don't know. Just it doesn't seem very professional. Resign, go on your way. We wish you the best, but I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Um, very interesting stuff on this TikTok deal. Very interesting. And, they, and maybe we'll maybe they'll close this thing next week. And we'll see who has to deal with this quagmire of an of a integration and a and a transfer. Oh my lord! Um, don't sign me up for that. I would not come near that. <laughs> Oh, yikes. Who's going to be the CEO of that business? Oh, man. Um, I feel bad for them already. Anyway, a little short one today on Winner Take All. I will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend.